It is indeed our Shop Stewards Corner, which we bring to you every Monday here on the My Team Metro. And uh, this Monday, we take a look at uh, the decriminalization of sex work. And uh, sex work is indeed work. And uh, to this effect, uh, a march is going to take place in Johannesburg on Thursday. Uh, which is part of the initiatives and uh, the uh, struggles to decriminalize sex work and uh, will involve, of course, uh, the uh, NPO called uh, Funk It, I'm Walking, uh, which uh, has joined forces with uh, organizations like uh, SWEAT, uh, who we've had here on this platform before, the Sex Workers Education uh, and Training Task Team, and uh, Sisonke, uh, who are aiming really to bring the plight of sex workers uh, at the forefront of uh, any policy reflections and attempts to decriminalize sex work. And we certainly have heard, uh, least of all from the ruling party over the last while or so, uh, uh, attempts and uh, to make sure that um, uh, this uh, type of work is decriminalized and uh, we shift away from uh, a lot of this moralizing around what, in essence, uh, is work and uh, what uh, occurs within the sphere of exchange in a context uh, of an economy with massive amounts of joblessness, deindustrialization, and all manner of other challenges. Uh, and so the big question is, in many cases, uh, you know, if you can't give people alternative livelihoods, who are you to then decide uh, which uh, activities in the sphere of exchange they decide to engage in? And uh, I guess uh, that's not the only argument, but uh, it's a recognition of the historic nature of this type of work as well. Nom Samazwai, who's the founder of NPO Funker Time Walking, is my guest. And I'm also joined by Katle Khorasibitze, who's a sex worker and also is with uh, the National Sex Workers uh, Sector and uh, joining us uh, this evening. Uh, Nom Sa and uh, Katle good evening to the pair of you and welcome. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you for having us on the show. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And, and maybe, uh, Nomsa, let me start off with you. Um, Funkit, I'm walking. Talk to us about that first. Uh, and uh, also, I guess, briefly give us a sense of, um, uh, you know, uh, this action that's coming up on Thursday and uh, how it fits into many other attempts and initiatives uh, looking at decriminalization uh, that uh, are already underway and have been for many years. So Fanketa Walking is an int- uh, primarily our work is in Soweto. We have a mar- we have a walk every first Thursday of the month. Mm. Um, twice a year we have a themed walk, and in September we have a walking festival. And we want to show the community that safety is valuable. Um, so our work is primarily in that area. However, with our themed walk, um, we work with um a very progressive PR firm called Azania Public. Mm. And with our themed walks, which happen twice a year, one in May and one in November, the one in May is Walking in Heels. Walking in Heels looks at the issues facing women in the workplace. And for this year, um, you know, we we worked with Switch and Susanke to bring um, people's attention towards the challenges being faced by sex workers and the impact that the, the that the criminalization of sex work has on their ability to be safe mm. walking in the streets just being themselves um how they are deprived of basic human rights um and so that's our purpose so mm. for this walk we're going to be bringing attention to that sure and um you know we're so excited to be working with Swet and Sisonke um, ourselves and Azania Public, as well as the ICTG Coalition, because Funkin' and Walking is, a, is an organization that it, it works for women in the, in the main, mm. you know? And for me, it's, 
this journey actually has been so enlightening because while it was not difficult for me to come to understand the challenges being faced by sex workers, by partnering with Sisonk and Sweat, I was confronted with the same stigmas that they face from society mm. around sex work. And so it became even more important for us as Sankaram walking to see this to its end. Sure. Because for us it's about um, women understanding that injury to one is injury mm. to all. Mm. And as women we are not safe. We cannot walk without feeling the sense of anxiety. And um, to bring to 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 to, to people's attention, maybe people who don't, who would not ordinarily interact with this information. Sure. Um, sure. For them to understand the impact that criminalization of sex work not only has mm. on sex workers, but has on their lived experience sure. being women in South Africa. Let me bring Kateho in here to talk about, uh, you know, those particular experiences as well. Because, I mean, Kateho, you know, the big issue here is one about reaffirming that sex work is work. Uh, but what about the kind of work that you do, um, not only just in the eyes of society, but even in being able to operate and having the tools of the trade and, you know, the kind of occupational safety that many other people would have uh, um, is different in your experience? Uh, thanks. Uh, what, what, what is different basically now, we need to approach the legislative in, provinci- in provinces to make sure that you know, those colonial laws mm. that are basically are based on, in, from the angle of morals, they need to be re- reformed. Sure, sure. For the fact that we're still having the state that is openly on document, states clearly that, you know, sex work is criminalized since 1975. Mm. It clearly shows that after 60 years of claiming to be now in, in a de- democratic, sure. you, know, you know, country, we still kind of like uh, stigmatize and discriminate mm. people based on their choices. Sure. Kachaho, I, choose... Kachaho, I want us to pause here for a second. We need to take a spot break. But when we come back, we'll continue on that vein. In our shop stewards corner on this Monday, I'm in conversation with uh, the founder of Funket. I'm walking Nom Samazwai, also joined by uh, Katla Khorasibita, who's a sex worker and uh, the National Sex Workers Sector representative. And uh, just before we went to the break, Katla, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, we had a spot break nearing on us. Uh, but uh, please continue, I guess, with the point that you are making. And uh, you were suggesting that a lot of this moralizing and even the legislative onslaught against sex work as work comes from the colonial era. Yes, because of now, it, you know, criminalization of sex work in the country. It's no longer uh, a, a matter of us sitting down and, you know, playing pillar to post. It's now a human right issue. If humans and adults are consenting, they say, my body, my business. Mm. Humans decide to use their feet. Imagine, let's say, for example, a, a, a woman would use a specific or a man a specific part on, in his body to generate income, regardless whether it's the hand, it's the vagina, it's the penis, it's the brain, then the state decides to criminalize that particular part of the body. Clearly it shows that, you know, um, um, we are not yet free. Mm. For the fact that I'm repeating again, there are two adulting, ad- consenting um, uh, adults. Mm. Remember, not only the buyer of sex is criminalized, sure. also the seller of sex is criminalized. 
And not only that, those who are benefiting from the, the, the money that was generated from the, the sex industry are also being criminalized because they are benefiting from the illegal money. Mm. And not only that, it goes deeper as to say the Sexual Offenses Act. It goes deeper to say, including your neighbor. If your neighbor knows that you're engaging into sex work, the neighbor's got the, the right to go and say, officer, I've got this information, then I'm, I'm, I'm about to, to relieve it. But if the neighbor decides not to tell, if the police are to investigate your neighbor, who knowingly that this individual does the sex work, then the police must arrest that particular individual because mm. that particular individual has information that the state needs. For example, if I were to engage in sex work, number one, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sex worker because if I were to admit literally that I am a sex worker, then the police can use this recording to arrest sure, me. Sure, sure, sure. So then these are some of the things. But mm. I'm saying we're in the year 2020. You know, after COVID, we have seen uh, lots of sex work taking it online. Whether like do you certain uh, um, apps that the state on its own wanted sex workers to pay tax on it. But we were like, how dare you? approach this uh, app to say those who are using this app on internet mm. they must now be also start to pay tax we were like no for the fact that you still criminalize the sex work meaning you as the state you want to benefit from the illegal money sure, sure. we do not shy away from the the point that sex workers must also pay tax mm. but how can they pay tax where they are still uh, criminalized yeah when they still we're operating in, in the shadows yeah. but like porn is allowed mm. pornography you can watch pornography the adult world, the adult sex houses, the mm. brothels, all of these things, they lead you, if you're a single man, after seeing porn going all of these things, you know, sex, sex toys are being sold all over the country. Mm. Who will you engage sex to? The minute I decided I'm horny now, I want to engage into sex working, mm. whether like I want to buy sure. or I want to sell, then the state says I must be arrested for that. Sure. And it's funny enough, the police cannot even prove into court because the law stipulates to say you must be caught in the act, there must be a witness, mm. there must be meaning the state witness, there must be evidence, the money that was used yeah, between yeah. the two others must be also brought into court sure. and with the serial numbers of that demand to say these yeah. two adults were intending to break the law. Sure. Katako, I want us to pause there for a second. Uh, because I think you've mapped out very nicely one how bizarre the enforcement mechanisms are for for uh, enforcing this particular law but you've also i guess you know foregrounded the complicity of society as a whole uh, in instances where you know people know and uh, they don't report this to the police which uh, i guess is probably the kind of snitching that nobody wants to do but 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 Noms, i want to bring you in here just on some of the issues gatlak was raising i think the one uh, and i like the, the the analogy he makes that if i was making money from my foot uh, and you decriminalize my foot uh, because in a way, what it is is a criticism of the sentimentality and morality that is placed around sex as an act, but also that as part of really the policing uh, of the reproductive organs of women in particular, um, you know, uh, as part of, I guess, the, uh, the pa- kind of patriarchal society that we live in. Uh, because I don't think if it wasn't for that, uh, for determining what women must do with, uh, you know, uh, uh, their own bodies, that we would still have this kind of law. And what do you make? of some of what has come out of the ANC Women's League and even, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the ruling party more broadly saying, hey, you know, we're looking to decriminalize this, but it's just a matter of a few processes. And, you know, for me, when I look, when I look, and uh, when I, as I've been working with Switch and Sisonke, for me, it's really been the policing of women's bodies, which I find to be problematic. Uh, 
um, my body, my decision, my choice. And uh, in addition to that, what I've noted, and this is when I'm talking about the government of the, of the day, I don't know if you saw that video that went viral of the lady that was in the market, and I think she was trying to she was selling some product or food or something, but she was selling it without a, a permit. And so they take and they put it in the back of a police van. And I was watching that. I was like, wow, is our government getting this good at criminalizing poverty? Mm, mm. And for me, that's another thing that it is because I've never seen a raid or police taking out Stanton City Diamond Walk. They are, they are, they, you know, it's, it's, they, they're policing black women's bodies, poor black women's bodies, people making it, decision about their own bodies to make a living. And I think the analogy that Katrico made was so important because when I go to work, I use my brain, I use my hands. And another person uses a different part of their body and suddenly that's criminal. Um, and that just hasn't made sense to me. Mm. As I've been working with Seton Sisonke um, and the African Coalition and Azania Public, for me, it's been such an eye-opener because I was not engaged at this much in this space. And being so engaged, you become enlightened and you start asking questions. And um, it is a morality thing. And morality is problematic in South Africa. Morality tells us um, a man can't fall in love with a man. The morality tells us that you can't be born a woman and, and, and become mm. a, a... And, and yeah, morality that you is just oppressive body parts and not believe in your heart and your soul that you're a man mm. morality tells us so many things that are incorrect and it's formed by social ideas it's formed by uh, influence and i think for us as south africans we really need to start being honest with ourselves and to say this is where we are and here where we are let us find the solutions that are going to work for us here now and in the future, if we want to say we would like to live in a world where women don't have to make such choices or where men don't have to make such choices, we don't say that choice is illegal, but let's create the opportunities for people to make different choices. Mm. But you can't not create those opportunities. We watch you on state capture. You sell us out for mm. food. And then you come and tell us that sex, uh, sex workers are criminals. It doesn't make sense. I don't buy it. Me, I'm with the sex workers who are walking on Thursday to decriminalize sex work. The day that I stop seeing the craziness that is taking place in state capture, and I see people going to work to work in the public sector, and I see people delivering, and there's no reason for service delivery strikes, and, and the, the country is working, then you can come and have a say. Uh, well, you're not, maybe you can come, but we may be willing to give you mm. a, a listen to. But while, 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 while that is not happening, to come and take a moral high ground and to police the bodies of women sure. and to criminalize poverty, that for me is very problematic. Okay. And so as Frank and I'm walking, we are with the Atitigi Coalition, we are with Azania Public, we are with Sisonke and Switch, and we are marching for the decriminalization mm. of sex work sure. because it is people making decisions about their own bodies to survive. Sure.
Katlako, let me give you the last uh, word on this particular one and uh, any message to uh, members of the public uh, who would want to support uh, this particular uh, protest. How do they do so? Uh, and uh, just give us a bit more of those details, but also in light of uh, what Nomsa had said, uh, you know, there's also, uh, I guess, the stigma of uh, being seen to be associated with them. And uh, I do know, even notwithstanding that stigma, many people are going to join you uh, and some of them listen to this platform. How do they get involved on Thursday? Um, uh, first day we're going to be starting at, uh, outside Lituli House by the Liberty Gardens, where people are going to do their gathering, where there's going to be a debriefing, and there'll be different media houses that are coming. But there's this one particular media house that always, it's a newspaper, I wouldn't mention it, or here on your show, because of, you know, it's a very naughty newspaper, that will always, we have engagements with them, we wrote emails, but they're forever calling sex workers, mahoshas. So I know after the match, they're going to start running their, you know, uh, first page to say Mahosha. Is, is that one the one the that street. speaks of goats that are sleeping with people there, there and one that other that the, the goats are speaking okay, and the goats, sure. are, they've got COVID. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pleading to the public, if they see them, if sure. they see those journalists, do not engage with them because they are mm. out there to make millions out of the misery sure. of sex workers by making sex workers a joke. The very mm. same articles will say that my punani sells, sells cupcakes, my, you know, those type of uh, sure. uh, cheap uh, journalism. But all, all uh, above all, we've got good mm. uh, media friends that we're working with sure. that we are going to be engaging with. And we ask the public to come in numbers mm. because already a list of celebrities that are saying, Katleho, this is a good cause. We want to be also on heels and we applaud for the public to, to please, please support this, this, um, this, this match. Sure. Politicians have failed. They're only calling sex workers during elections. Oh. The ruling party has definitely failed. You know, government doesn't want to take a stand. Nobody wants to say sure. anything because of this is a black, it's a, mm. it's a poor black woman issue. You would never see in our own uh, uh, newspapers, even on TV, mm. a white or Indian or other race, they're forever portraying sex work to be a black sure. woman's issue. Thank you. Comrades, thank you very much. I wish you I all of the best. Just, um, uh, yes, yes, yes. Nomsa. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, please can people register on our website. Of course, we've got to make sure that we're COVID-19 compliant. Yes, yes. For everybody's safety. Sure. The website is funkitamwalking.co.za. That's funkitamwalking.co.za. And mm. um, once you've registered, you'll get all the information about the walk. Come in your heels. Um, if you feel you've got the stamina, it's a five-kilometer walk. It's a lovely um, environment. It's going to be great. It's going to be vibey. Uh, just make sure that you register on funkitamwalking.co.za and we will meet you there on Thursday to register arrive at 10 and our walk starts officially at 11. So we're looking forward to the walk and we're looking forward to seeing a lot of Metro FM listeners coming to stand behind the decriminalization of sex work. Um, Let's walk to freedom. Awesome stuff. And Mekatleho, uh, thank you very much uh, for your time. Thank you so much for thank your Thank you very time. much. Really appreciate it. That there, folks, was our Shop Stewards Corner for this Monday. And uh, yeah, that uh, 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 march happening on Thursday, uh, starting from uh, Lutuli House out there on, uh, I don't know what they call it now, Ekobele Sour Street. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, do go check that out. And uh, all of the uh, mobilization attempts aimed at decriminalization of sex work, because sex work is indeed work. And Yabandu. Uh,